everyone, welcome back to the Superhero Fighter podcast. As always, I'm your host, Matt Wilson, and I am searching the cosmos for people of inspiration, people who have faced challenges, who are going through challenges, people who are strong, people who have got great character. So whether you're actually listening to this for something for yourself or whether it's something to take away to give to somebody else, hopefully there's something here for you. Now, I'm delighted to be in the room with Nikki Walters. How are you doing, Nikki? Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm delighted to to finally got this because we've tried to arrange this a few times, haven't we? And it's just been, it's yeah. just worked. But, you know, we persevere and this is what it's all about, isn't it? Now, yes. some people that are listening to this will recognise you and some people will know who you are, but some people won't know who you are. So who are you, Nikki? So, well, obviously my name's Nikki and I'm three times um, Guinness World Record holder. I do some strong women as well sometimes. <laughs> Just sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about those records. Um, so I got asked to do my first record in 2020, just a couple of weeks before lockdown. So I'm glad that um I said yes now. Yeah. Um, so I got asked to do it as a part of a TV programme in Wales. Um, they asked me a few days before I actually did it if I wanted to pull a narrow boat. Um, I'd never pulled anything before. I'd been doing strong women, but I'd never than like a pull-in event um and I've always got the mind mindset that you know I've got nothing to lose so either I've got something to gain or I've got nothing to lose um well sometimes I've got my dignity to lose but in this case (laughs) (laughs) I succeeded so I was like yeah I go on there and I'll do it and they're like great we'll see you on Monday and I was like well what it's only Thursday today I was like what Monday and they were like you know Monday coming up I was like right okay um, so I didn't even have time to train for it, but um, and Wales Strongest Woman was a couple of days after that as well. Oh wow! So I was wow. like, well, I was feeling really strong, so I was like, yeah, go on then. Um, hope, fingers crossed, I don't get injured doing it. Um, so I did it, and luckily the the narrow boat moved with me. The wind was in the direction that I wanted to go in, because um, I know with a lot of you know, when you pull in a lorry, you get the guide rope, so you can you you've got something else to pull onto. Um, but because the the aqueduct that I was doing on is a listed, it's a listed building, so they were I wasn't allowed that, so it was purely me doing it. Um, so it moved, and I was like, good, because I only wanted to do it once. Every Guinness World Record that I've done, it, if I do it once, that's it. We're not doing it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they wanted me to do a couple of shots afterwards, and it didn't move. <laughs> so, because the the wind was blowing towards me and right, it didn't okay. move, and I was like, "Well, thank God." And then my other two records is pulling a double decker bus and then an arm over arm pull of a cement mixer lorry. So seven and a half ten, both of them were. Wow. Yeah. And I did that on the same day. I wasn't supposed to do the arm over arm, but someone pulled out and they were like, oh, well, Nikki's coming. She'll do both of them. Yeah, just, <laughs> um, just throw Nikki in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was going, th- I have Crohn's disease um, and I was going through a really bad flare up. I, I, it was like a couple of days before mm. I had to flare up and I was like, well, I, I'm not going to be able to do this. Um, but I did. And I did sleep between both pulls because I was absolutely knackered mm-hmm. and then after two, normally I bounce back straight away I'm in the gym two days afterwards but with this I couldn't I couldn't move 
and I was like, oh, maybe I've overdone it by doing those two pulls yeah. in yeah. one day. Um, so I went to I had to go to the doctors because I was dehydrated from throwing up so much. And I had a routine blood test, which I have all the time, didn't think anything of it. And then I had a letter that I needed to go into hospital for further blood tests. So I went to the hospital and I ended up in a cancer ward. And I was like, well, I'm in, because it was the first time I'd been to that hospital after, um, and I was like, well, I'm in the wrong place. So I asked the receptionist, I was like, I'm here for a blood test, but I don't think I'm in the right place. So she looked at the, she took the letter off me, looked at it and she was like, oh no, you are. And I was like, but I don't have cancer. She's like, well, we'll wait for the doctor, for you to see the doctor. And that's how I found out that I had um, polycythemia vera, which is a form of, a rare form of blood cancer. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that was because, um, you know, I went there by myself for that appointment thinking I was just going for a blood test. So when they told me that, I was, it was a massive shock because, you know, I thought I had a little, a bad Crohn's flare-up. I didn't think that I'd be leaving that hospital with a cancer diagnosis. I was, yeah, I was just thinking of how it must have felt to, you know, arrive, like you said, arrive there and think you were at the wrong place and then actually not have someone with you for yeah. news like that. I mean, how did that kind of, how did you, I, I keep thinking settling, but settling is not the right thing. How did hearing that and then accepting that how did that go for you I was quite shocked um because it was you know with when you have like breast cancer you 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 know when people say they've got breast cancer you're like oh that's crazy but I've no, I'd never heard of you being able to have blood cancer before mm. um and I was like well maybe it's not as bad as you know breast cancer or things like that um so it's just been a bit of a, in a daze. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Then I'd spoken to the doctor and, and they said like pe people that normally have this type of cancer, their life expectancy is seven to 14 years. And I was like, well, I'm only 35. This, from, you know, hearing that I might have only 14 years and I've got young kids as well. Mm. Um, it was quite a lot to take in. So it, it, it had, it took quite a few weeks for it to, to actually sink in wow wow and how's um what kind of support have you had around you kind of during that time because was that was that after the lockdowns and covid or was that before i'm just no it was after so it was um it went well we're we now 2023 so it was in 2022 that i got diagnosed so um, it was just after lock. We would just come out of lockdown and getting back to normal. Um, yeah. So all my family and most of my friends are in Wales, and I'm up in Newcastle now. So, um, my my ex partner at the time he worked away, so I didn't really have anyone. Um, I'd go to all my hospital appointments alone. Um, I have got a really good support system in work. My and my work family have been really good to me. So, um. Yeah, but I'm used to doing things alone. Okay. Um, I've got quite a strong like mentality where <laughs> life's too short. I used to think that before I had this cancer diagnosis. So, you know, life's too short to worry about things. Um, and that's the only thing that kept me going. It's like, well, 
if I've only got 14 years, then I've only got 14 years. I'll just make the most of it. I was just thinking then I was going to ask, has that changed your mindset? And has it actually kind of, has it accelerated any plans you might have to do some stuff? Or, you know, has it, has it changed your outlook overall? I have. Um, I've always, you know, I've always wanted to do things, but I've always said, look, when I retire and when the kids are grown up, that's when I'll do it. But now I'm going to do it now because I don't know how long. And I've had a few chemotherapy sessions and the more the more sessions that I go through, the more I feel like I need to do things now because, I mean, you know, I'm my, you know I've had, um, you know, my liver's starting to shut down, my kidneys have been starting to shut down. Mm. I've had an infection on my brain and all those things adding, I can tell that my body's starting to struggle. Um, so I just feel like now is the time. If I want to do something, I'll do it. If I want to spend money, I'll spend money. I don't know how long I've got left. So I want to make memories, but I want other people to have memories with me as well. Yeah. It's not just about me at the end of the day. There's other people that I have to think about as well. That's, yeah, that's, that's an incredible outlook, especially when it's something so important and something so challenging for you and obviously the news has been about you and it's your health isn't it but to still have some energy to to think about others as well I think is testament to uh to your will now I remember first meeting you was at the Lincolnshire truck pull yes in 2022 yeah so I think so um that was I, had... I know I know you weren't well because no you were like probably shouldn't be here but you still smashed yeah it. I know <laughs> Um, I I know. Um, I think 2022, I did a lot of my trek pulls a couple of days after having chemo. So I was getting told off by the doctor because he everyone is like, well, you need to rest. And I'm like, well, I don't want, I don't feel like resting. I don't think I need to. I do rest when I, my body tells me to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why I haven't really competed in strong women because, you know, competing you need you've got to be dedicated you've got to go to the gym yeah. every other day or every day or whatever and I couldn't so sometimes I'd go to the gym three days a week and then sometimes I wouldn't go for three weeks but with for some bizarre reason I found pulling lorries really easy <laughs> um I don't know why because <laughs> um, I know the first time I went through chemo um and it wasn't a very strong dose my first session and I got told like you'd feel like you've just had really bad flu um the day after I had the chemo I was in bed I I couldn't move I was really struggling but the day after I was fine I was like oh um I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it um so I got this like is there any spaces and they're like yeah it's like okay sign me up and they're like are you are you sure though um I was like yeah <laughs> and I won and I beat some of the men as well, so... You did? You did? Yeah. I remember it well. Um, and then you did it again this year, because what I remember from this year was that the fact it was just torrential rain. Yeah, it was awful. And you did um, it in the rain, didn't you? Yeah, I did it in the rain. Um, I, I just wanted... I wasn't feeling very well that day, and, and that was the day where I thought, I'm really not well. Um um, and I had, I think I was going through a bit of depression as well because um, all the chemotherapy sessions that I had had really taken it out of me. And I was like, I don't even know what's the point anymore. 
Um, so that's something that I don't think I should have gone to, but I did because it was for a good cause. Um, and I don't like letting people down. Um, and I was at the stage where it just rained and people weren't doing anything. And I was like, I'm just going to do it just to move things on so I can go home quicker. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was fun. It it was it was fun, but what I'm hearing from you is there's there's that you're so principled because you don't want to let people down. You know, everything no. for a good cause. There's kind of that extra motivation to go and do it, even if you're not feeling well. But hopefully, what I'm here also hearing there is a little bit of a yeah. I'm getting to know now when I shouldn't be doing things. Yeah, I got I get a lot of stick from my friends. They're like, you know, you stupid woman, you should be resting. And I'm like, I, I do rest when I I know that I need to. Physically, sometimes I can't walk and I sometimes have to use a walking stick to get around. Right. Um, I work from home on the days where I can't go in because I go into the office sometimes and I'm just there hobbling around and people can see that I'm in pain and they're like, oh, you just go home, just go home. Mm -hmm. So I don't bother going in, I just work from home, which is good because I've got really, my, my managers and everyone in work really support me. Um, if I can't move, but I'm in work, they go and get me tea and things. So that's really nice. That, that I, um, I do get told off by my doctor as well. So he follows me on Instagram so he can check out and see <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> I know it's wrong, but I lie. I, he goes, have I been behaving? I was like, yeah, I have. And he's like, but are you were pulling tricks on the weekend. And I was like, how do you know? And he's like, I follow you on Instagram. So <laughs> I mean, I mean that that's that's funny. I mean, it, it's you know it's through caring for you as well, isn't it? And and one thing that I notice as well is what's really interesting about social media is you kind of you if you look carefully and you follow somebody, you can see a measure of how someone's feeling. And I've seen plenty yeah. of where you're really open and honest about some of your truth. yeah. You know, there's been posts where actually work features a lot for you, so it's obviously a big thing and a big support mechanism because yeah, I know you love where you work, don't you? Yeah. I, I do love where I work, but it's the people that make it for me because, you know, they're so supportive and I see them more than I see anyone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they're like a second family. So, um, and I think I, I sometimes try to hide things from people. Um. I'm not very good at opening up to people as well. So um, my manager, she's amazing. She. I was went through a really bad patch in August, but I had a breakdown in my relationship. Yeah. I had um I got told that I was in remission with a cancer and then it's developed into something else. So I wasn't very in a good headspace in August and she, and I find it really hard to like open up to people. But she told me to go and see some see a counsellor and it's the best thing I've ever done. So that's helped a lot as well. That's great. Yeah, what what have you found? Um, kind of what have you found helps about the process of counselling? Because I've 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 had it as well. In, in and there's various different forms of it. So by all no means is it the same. But what have you found has been kind of useful in that way? It's just being able to speak to someone that doesn't know me personally. I'm not ashamed of some of the things I say. You know, I can break down and cry to my counsellor with with other people. Because I think I come across as such a strong person, like mentally, that even though I've got, have had this diagnosis, have got all these things going on, that I'm still, I smile and try to make other people feel better. So I, I'm, I'm classed as a bit of a joke in work. And then I got, 
I go home and I'm happy and everything awake, and then I'd go home and I'd just cry. Mm. Um, so being able to speak to a counselor and things like that has has been, yeah, it's been it's turned me into a better person. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you find now that after the process of having that, or whether whether you're still in there or not, that you now have people that you can open up to now? People that you know, people that know. Yes, I have. You know, I've got really, this year has been an awful year for me. Um, I don't want to wish time away because I don't have, I don't know how much time I've got left. But but I think I've spoken to a lot of people and this year has been a hell of a year for a lot of people. Um, and I can't wait to get to, you know, see the end of it. But this year has also shown me that I know who my true friends are and, um, I know the people that if I need support, I can just go and ask them for it and they're, they're there for me. So that is, this year has shown me that there's a lot of people out there that actually care about me. And a lot of people, I've never met them. I've just talked to them over social media and that blew me away. So, you know, that's nice. I think that's such an important thing, isn't it? Because we often fall into the trap and think that it should be our traditionally closest friends family that are the ones that we should be able to open up to and that's just not the case sometimes it's finding those people that will listen will not judge and that listen because they care and once you find those and I found some that are online that I've never met in person and it's I think that's such a nice thing about social media with all the bad things that, that there is associated with it and I think it's great that you've got those people that now you can reach out to because it is even though it can feel difficult to speak about it at the time, I'm sure when you actually speak about it, it lifts a weight off your shoulders, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's been amazing, yeah. That's wonderful. That's ace. I did wonder, now you're seizing the day, so to speak, Carpe Diem, <laughs> for anyone that's seen a bit of Latin, I know. Um, is there anything that you would love to do in the next couple of years? I've, I always, I've always said I wanted to go to do the OSG, the, you know, the world's strongest women. And mm-hmm. um, I want to do that. I want to, next year I'm going to start competing again. So yeah. I'm yeah. going to be doing Wales' strongest women. Um, I might do a couple more Guinness World Records because I want to get up to 10. <laughs> so I've got what a few plans. You've got three now. I've got three, um, maybe another two. I'm not allowed to say anything. No, no, yet. no, that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> Let's not break any agreements. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've got um got three. I nearly dropped myself in it just then. Yeah, so I've got three officially. Yeah. Um, I want to do a few more. So I always said that after my first one, I was like, I've got three kids, so I want them to have one each. So I've got that that's now. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, next year I'm gonna do 10 vehicle pulls throughout the year for a um, a charity called Red Sky Foundation. Um, they give out um, defibrillators to community groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I spoke to the the person that set up the charity in work, and his story just inspired me. So you know, you know, people are saying like they get inspired by David Beckham and things like that. Yeah. To yeah. me, that's not much of an inspiration because he was born with that talent. But it's people that. So this um, with Red Sky Foundation, his daughter was born um, with heart difficulties. Right. So he set up that charity for her, her and other people. So he's he's my inspiration now. So I want to help with, as much as I can. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you if you let me have the the link as well, I'll pop it in the description and let you know yeah. them in in some of this stuff as well. Because ten pulls in a year is insane. 
Now, and it's and it's easy. I don't know if you find this, but it's easy to think, oh, it's all right. It'll be doable when you're used to doing stuff like that. But to anyone that's never done anything kind of strength sport wise, thinking about doing that is is an insane thing, and we can easily forget it, right? Yeah, I know. Then you've got twelve months out of the of the year, so you can. I could do like a pull one pull a month. That's fine. Yeah, that'd be all right. <laughs> yeah, breakfast. Yeah, so it, I did say vehicle pull, so you know one could be like a truck or something like that. Um, so I'm not gonna do like go all out and do double decker buses and things like that. No, no jumbo jets. Not yet, no. <laughs> no, you never know. I want to pull a tank, so that's that's on my bucket list as well. Maybe so, I'll have to get in touch with Eddie Hall, see if we pull his. Oh, yeah, I was thinking that, yeah. Let, let's <laughs> do ask it. him if he can do it first, yeah. Does anyone, does anyone, anyone cool. know Eddie Hall? Let's get in touch with yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> or let's anyone that's got a truck knocking, uh, an army truck, truck knocking about in their garden. Well, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure we can hook you up with something like that. That shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, no <laughs> monster truck. Those I tried. To, I tried to do Guinness World Record attempt with the monster truck, and yeah. that was I, I. I would never do. That was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. What was so different about that one then? Because I can imagine because the frame's really high, isn't it? And and is it because then the harness is kind of coming from? I, th- I think so because you know when you've with a with a lorry, you've got that. Um, the where you put you know you, where you hook up the yeah. rope to to you into the lorry it is kind of like on point with your body but this was quite low down so it was really hard um and the wheels just didn't want to move either so it <sighs> it was like a tractor lorry a tractor wheels they're they're just awful as well yeah yeah okay let's not do that let's not do yeah, that we won't do, do that let's no. do some that are going to be fun right <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> If you could, okay, so going back to OSG, so OSG for anyone is the official Strongman Games. It's just been on last weekend. Yeah. Virginia and, you know, there's a few people that we know that, that have competed and stuff. And we'll yeah. See it. So you want to compete there? Yeah. Girls, yeah. Yeah. So for anyone that that isn't aware, and actually I'm not sure I'm aware, what is the route to that then? What would you have to do to get there? I th- I don't know because it's changed. I don't know if it's changed. Um, I've not really followed it, but I know you have to do like the online where you submit videos yeah, and then yeah. if 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 you the rankings or something like that, if the rankings are good, then they invite you. Um, but I think there's some qualifier routes as well, but I'm not 100 percent sure because I've not really um I've followed my friends competing, but I've not yeah. really followed competitions this year because it was just too painful I was like felt like I was missing out on loads and I knew just knew that I couldn't do it I probably could have done it but I would have ruined myself in the process yeah Yeah. I think I think I think it's great that you've recognized that I think that yeah that emotional maturity to be able to do that um for anyone that isn't aware what kind of what kind of weights do you have to lift what kind of things do you have to put overhead to kind of win the competitions that you're looking at doing because oh, there's a lot of people that don't know anything about strongman listening to this so let's just give them an idea of what you can do so i think um because i'd be in the open categories because there's no way i'm going to ever cut down to like <laughs> any you know the little ones um i so i think the deadlifts are between 200 and 250 kilos for reps 
Yeah. Um, the overhead, I think, is about 100 to 130 kilos. Oh. Um, then you've got the Atlas stones. They go up from like 90 to 130, but I'm not 100% sure anymore because they right. change the weights every every year. So. Ah, okay, yeah. Yeah. So. That's heavy. No lorry pulls, though. No, well, um, yeah, <laughs> lorry pulls don't seem to be in many competitions. So. I know, and it should be because, you know, it's such a great thing to do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and at the end of the day, those pictures, are, you know, make it. I just do it for Instagram pictures. Absolutely. Oh, the pitch, the pictures are fantastic. And I, I think shout out to Dave Johnson as well, who runs them in Lincolnshire as well. Yes. Brilliant. They're a great event, aren't they? Um, it is. And it's run so smoothly as well. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I know I've already got my name, name down for next year. So that'll be the third one. So I think for a lot of people, it's just a yearly thing, isn't it? But the great thing yeah, is... There were, last year there was people turning up in just to spectate in shoes and normal jeans. I know. Doing it, it's fantastic. I know. Yeah, I think it's going to be my third year as well next year. Yeah. Yeah, and it's nice because it, um everyone's so friendly there as well, so you get to see people and you 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 know you speak to them, then you don't see them for another year, and then when you turn up, it's just like you just saw them last week or something. It's amazing. Yeah, because you forget you've been following each other on Instagram or Facebook or yeah, ever and, and you know and seeing updates from people, haven't you? So it's fine. yeah, it's, it's good. I wonder. So I've got a question for you, Nikki. Um, I don't know where do you stand on superheroes and all that. I don't know. Um, you know, like I said, with you know, you know. I've been called an inspiration, but I don't think I am. I am just trying to live. Um, so I don't know. I think, you know, with superheroes, well, my dad is my superhero because he just he's just amazing. Um, and I don't I don't really think I have have one. Okay. So I was gonna ask a question. I was just gonna say, I mean, I I love superheroes, so all the Marvel films and stuff like that. So when we're talking about the fantastic world of comics. Right. Yeah. That. If you could have any power, what would it be? If you could take any super superhuman power or superhero power, what would it be, do you think? I don't know. Because you're already um, strong, right? I think I'm strong, yeah. I think mentally I'm stronger than I am physically sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, I'd like to be invisible because I'm really nosy. Is that a superpower? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm super nosy, so I think I'd be I'd go invisible so I can just like listen to people's conversations and <laughs> see things that I'm not supposed to see. Okay, okay. So second to that, then, where would you like to listen in on conversations if you were invisible? I just I I don't know anywhere. Anywhere. Um. Yeah, I'm one of these people that sit in Starbucks and just look at people that pass and wonder what they're thinking or what they're doing. Ooh. I'm a people watcher. So I probably like listen to people's conversations in pubs and things like that. Do you know what? Over the last few years, I've begun to enjoy people watching. Yeah. It's really interesting kind of how different people react to things and how people communicate. And, you know, it's humans are incredible. And you are proof that humans are incredible. And can be incredible as well and I think the fact that you're so set and so dedicated to still thinking about other people when even you know you're feeling your lowest I think is incredible 
Um, is there anything that you, from your experience, um, would give anybody in terms of any tips or any advice? Now, whether it be wanting to do something like break a record or pull a truck, or, well, and or, you can do both if you want, anyone that's kind of coming across a, a life-changing diagnosis of something, you know, health-related like that. Any Anything that you've learned, you know, that's helping move you forward? I think if you want to do a record or you want to do something that you've always wanted to do is you've got not got not gonna you've got nothing to lose so you know you see people I have people messaging me saying I want to get into the gym I want to lift weights and things like that and I just say just do it because half the time you know I I went into strong women because I was trying to lose weight um and you know walking into the gym for the first time can be really hard but once you're in there you realize that no one's really looking at you they're too dedicated on or too set on doing what what they have to do so no one's going to make fun of you yeah there's times where there's the odd individual that will make fun of you but just put your headphones in and blank everyone out so you know doing things like that just do it give it a go if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out just move and then you know just brush yourself off and move forward um health-wise or going through like a difficult thing it's the same thing it's your, your mindset is everything so you can do whatever you want as long as you're a, you've got it up there that you want to do it. You know, um, when they told me that I had cancer, I was like, oh, that's it, I'm going to die. Um, that's what you, I think that's what everyone thinks yeah. When, yeah. when they hear that word. Um, but, you know, so I've gone through a few chemo sessions where I didn't stop what I was doing. Um, I would do it if I wasn't feeling well I'd give myself a break and then one session I thought right maybe this time I will do what the doctor says and I will you know I will rest up I'll do what everyone tells so I think I was on the sofa about two weeks I didn't hardly do anything you know and I think that's the first time I ever got close to thinking I'm gonna die because I felt so rough um, you just sit there and you just like, oh, I'm not well. I'm going, how it's having chemo every other week, every week. And I just like, oh, I'm not doing this again. So I'd go to the gym and I'd feel better. So as long as you just, I know it's a hard thing to have and your body feels awful and you feel awful, but keep doing the things that you enjoy. So, um, yeah, I love that. mindset is everything, I think. You know, my daughter, she's get she plays rugby and she went to a summer camp and she was like, I'm not as good as the other girls are there. And I was like, Well, look at me, you know, I'm I'm like a potato. <laughs> and, and and you know, I can go places and you know, I tell people I'm a Guinness World Record and they look at me twice and they're like, What? And I have to show them pictures and videos. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. you know, if I can do it, then you know, you can you can be whatever you want to be. As long as you want it, you can do it. Yes. I mean, you might not be good at it, but at least yeah. you can say, I've done it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, you know how much I love that because it's, if you want to do it, you absolutely can. And it's yeah. not chasing the perfection. It's not about necessarily chasing the winning. If you want no. something, just go ahead and do yeah. it. I mean, if you, if you think that, you know, 
you're just going to do it, but you don't want to, you know, you don't have to think about winning all the time. Winning's not everything. Mm-hmm. It's the experience and, you know, the memories. You can tell your grandkids, I did so, you know, I want to do that and I did it. I wasn't good at it, but I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's, you know, and remembering those things are special as well. Even yeah. though, you know, they might only feel small to you because sometimes when exactly. you do things, it can feel small, but it is a massive achievement. Yeah. And then you've got people that have wanted to do things, they've never done it, and they regret it for the rest of their life. Yeah. Whereas you can say, well, I, I wanted to do it, so I did it, but I was rubbish at it, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, just thank you so much for 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 taking the time out and and for being so honest and and candid about talking about everything. So I think it can be difficult. I know it can be difficult for a lot of people to share things. You said yourself it was difficult for you to be yeah. able to talk about stuff, and so thank you, you know, even more so for for coming on here today. If anybody wants to follow you and follow your journey on social media, how can they do it? Where can they find you, Nikki? Um, I'm on Instagram. Instagram, I'm strongwoman underscore Nikki. Um, I think I'm on TikTok, but I don't know what my I think my TikTok strongwoman Nikki as well, and I think my Instagram's at my Twitter is the same thing as well, and then my Facebook is Nikki Waters. So you know, I do get a lot of messages, and I try to answer. You know, I speak to everyone. I'm I'm such a chatterbox. Yeah, and I, t- I talk to strangers on the street as well. So, yeah, if anyone wants any advice or they're going through a difficult patch, just drop me a message and I'll, I'll reply. Love it. You're an absolute dear. Um, Nikki, well, that is time for us today. That's all the time that we've got left. Guys, thank you for tuning in today. Um, hopefully, that was an incredibly powerful chat i feel like it was i think it was it was awesome to be able to to be able to explore some of that and hopefully there's something you can take away from that as you can see above if you're watching the video you can see the link there um if you can't and you're listening on audio it's patreon.com slash the kindest strongman patreon's been set up just so you can support me in terms of just keeping making these episodes um any money that is given through there um does pay for in studio um podcast which i'm doing more of which is really really cool um using local producers etc and wrong side i always do that you can follow me <laughs> at the kindest strongman as well on instagram and on tiktok um but that's time from myself and from nikki i've got two words for you guys you know what it is by now nikki ain't got a clue stay <laughs> still for everyone